If you're looking for inspiration and challenge in the world of early years and Key Stage 1 education, then you've just found it. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. This week, we're going to look really carefully at exploring the fantastic possibilities of maths outdoors. When it comes to teaching and learning outdoors, this quote from, the, from Professor Tina Bruce always comes to mind. She said this, Frequent lack of attention to the external environment must come from some bizarre assumption that knowledge acquired indoors is superior to that gained outside. And of course, there's more than an element of truth here. We do often spend far more time planning and preparing for learning indoors than we do outdoors. When discussing indoor mathematical learning, we focus on developing an effective maths continuous provision area and ensuring that other areas of provision are rich in opportunities for mathematical learning. When planning outdoors, however, we often miss the point in terms of mathematics. An outdoor area does not become mathematically rich with the magical addition of laminated numbers and shapes displayed on a fence or a shed wall. If we're aiming for effective teaching and learning of mathematics outdoors, then we have to first appreciate the key differences between indoors and outdoor learning and also understand the enormous potential the outdoors offers for developing mathematical thinking in young children. So let's look at the mathematical possibilities of the outdoors in more depth then. We'll have a look at three key areas of mathematical development. First of all, exploring. So what do we mean by that? Well, we're talking about seeking patterns, solving problems, making connections, recognizing relationships okay so exploring first of all then we're going to talk about talking and discussing so secondly talking that's using mathematical vocabulary generating questions sharing and discussing ideas predicting and describing outcomes and thirdly we're going to talk about representing that's, of course, exploring a range of graphic ways that ideas can be considered and communicated. OK, so let's have a look at exploring, first of all. Learning outdoors is different to learning indoors. Outdoor spaces generally provide more space for physical activity and children will naturally want to explore outdoors using a large range of physical movements. From the outset, then, the materials that we provide need to be bigger and more physically challenging than indoors. Children will develop cognitively alongside the development of gross motor skills if we provide opportunities for this. So, when planning and resourcing your outdoor space, think big. Large crates, planks of wood, wooden poles, pegs and different fastenings will all lead to large construction with lots of learning potential. Also, think carefully about children's predictable interests as a powerful motivator for learning. Children will want to create dens, large and small spaces of varying sizes for their imaginative play. 
For this, they'll need tarpaulins, netting, and other materials as they're creating their dens and, and enclosed spaces. They'll, they'll be exploring size, scale, capacity, height, length, and estimation. Importantly, they'll also be working collaboratively. The size and the scale of the materials will mean that the children will need to often work together to achieve what they've set out to do. There'll be a high degree of problem solving here too. This is the perfect context for seeing mathematics as meaningful, challenging and ultimately rewarding. Water play outdoors will also provide endless possibilities for exploration and engagement with mathematical concepts if we plan it carefully. Outdoor water play needs to be on a much bigger scale to the indoor equivalent and definitely does not need to be restricted to a water tray. Again, think carefully about the size and scale of what's on offer. Large buckets, jugs and watering cans with different rose attachments. Materials of different sizes and depths will all lead to exploration of capacity as children lift and transport quantities of water. Include pieces of guttering and tubing of different lengths and sizes alongside crates and or water stands and children will be able to explore how water can be transported through different channels. The number of vari variables provided here will be crucial. Children need to be able to use the materials to explore in a variety of different ways, selecting, transporting and problem solving. Remember, learning possibilities will be reduced significantly if the resources are fixed to a wall or to a fence. Whilst a water wall will look tidy and presentable, it does limit the number of ways that the children can use the different materials and resources. Okay, let's move on to our second part now, talking. Talk is crucial. Talk is crucial in the process of learning and making sense of what we've learned. If our outdoor environment is providing lots of possibilities to explore a range of mathematical concepts, then our adults need to be engaging in this process using talk to support, challenge and extend thinking. The size and scale of the outdoor resources means that the adults can be of physical help to the children. We can help them lift and carry containers and objects, reach up high and hold a structure to steady it whilst they fetch another crate or attach a tarpaulin. Being physically involved in this way enables us to be close to the action, sensitively supporting the children to be successful, whilst also seeing opportunities to extend language, vocabulary and thinking. To do this, we need to be very clear that what we are doing here is teaching. This does not replace, of course, the direct teaching in other contexts, but it's still teaching. The effective teaching of mathematics will involve direct instruction in different forms, such as at the carpet, at carpet time and in group work. However, 
however, too great an emphasis on this direct instruction without considering how children will embed taught concepts in meaningful ways will not lead to effective learning. If learning is, as Ofsted defines it, a change in long-term memory, then we must consider all the ways that this can be facilitated. For this balance to happen, we need to value adult engagement in child-initiated activities and allow time for it to happen within our timetable. A spider's web on a fence, leaves on the ground in autumn, and long shadows across the outdoor area in the winter months all provide simple but powerful opportunities for mathematical thinking and conversation. These serendipitous opportunities may well be missed, however, if adults are restricted by the pressures of timetables or if they're not completely clear about the importance of their role in supporting learning outdoors. Okay, let's move on now to our third section, representing. Whilst it's important that children see numbers in our outdoor area, we do need to think carefully about what is meaningful to young children. Fascinating a laminated number liner along a fence, for example, will use up a lot of staff time and it probably won't last long in wet and windy weather. Number labels used for, for purpose in an outdoor storage space, however, will be used far more regularly and tend to last much longer. In this way, number labels and photos can be used to show how many crates can be stacked together to keep them tidy, and mathematical language can be used to label other resources. Planks of wood and wooden poles, for example, can be labelled according to length and tarpaulins. Uh, uh, sorry. Planks of wood and wooden poles can be labelled according to length and tarpaulins identified by shape and by size. If children are then accessing this space regularly to select and return resources, the numbers and labels will support them whilst also embedding a range of mathematical concepts. The, ways, the way in which you plan your outdoor space can also contribute to the use of number and will encourage your children to make marks to represent their mathematical thinking. A games area of hoops, balls, skittles, beanbags and other equipment can provide a multitude, a multitude of mathematical possibilities. Placing this area next to a chalkboard will allow your children to create a simple tally to represent and record their scores and games. All sorts of possibilities there. Okay, so lots to think about. The outdoor space can provide a fascinating context to explore maths, so go for it. Have a think about the mathematical possibilities in your outdoor area. There are lots of things to consider as you go about doing that. So first of all, are your children engaging with mathematical concepts on a large scale? 
Is there a high degree of problem solving and collaborative maths? Do adults get involved? And do they show the value of mathematics in physical, meaningful contexts? Other key things to consider here. What about this? Does the way that you store your, your outdoor resources prompt mathematical discussion, discussion and embed understanding? Okay, so all the best with developing your outdoor space. There's lots to think about here, lots of key principles to hold close to you as you develop that space. If you need support with developing your outdoor area, it's definitely something that we can help with. We've put together a range of materials to support you. A starting point for you may well be our Power of Outdoor Learning online training programme. This unique and specialised online outdoor CPD programme is designed to help EYFS leaders facilitate high quality training with the whole EYFS and Key Stage 1 team. It's packed with outdoor training webinars, practical videos and support materials. The programme offers a flexible, ready-made solution to delivering in-house training for you and your team. Okay, so the power of outdoor learning, our online outdoor learning program, that's, that's something you might want to, to find out more about. There are, there's more information about that on the Early Excellence website. Also, another great resource is our Early Excellence Guide to Continuous Provision Outdoors. It, we've written it as a practical tool to help you review and refine your teaching and learning outdoors. This fully illustrated guide explores all aspects of quality practice from underpinning principles, resources and routines through to the role of the adult. It's packed with advice, guidance, information and support. Okay, again, there's more information about that on our Early Excellence website, www.earlyexcellence.com. All right, thank you very much for joining us. Take care, everybody.